What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Amara Bro Show. This is Amara Bro. Today we have the CEO of United Way, Brooke Smith. Um, she is an amazing human being who was always open to um, talk with me. Uh, she's really busy, that's for sure, but um, always took the time um, whenever I wanted to meet with her um, to just, you know, talk and discuss what's going on in the community. So, Brooke, thank you. Absolutely. Good morning. Good morning. So can you please give a little bit of a background of who you are? I know a lot of people know about you and what you're currently doing, but just a little bit more context of your life and, uh, you know, where you come from. Sure. Absolutely. So I was born and raised here in Lebanon County, um, went to Lebanon City Schools to about third grade. I went to Harding Elementary, uh, then went to Ambocleona, which is where I graduated from. Went to Bloomsburg, so I went off to college, not really mm. knowing uh, exactly what I wanted to do, mm. but always had an interest in people and helping people. Uh, so decided to major in psychology. So graduated mm. there in four and a half years. Um, had a series of social service jobs right out of school. So worked as a foster care case manager. I was a counselor for a methadone clinic in Harrisburg for a period of time. Um, and started working part-time when I had that job at a daycare close to my house, really just to pay off student loan debt. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Um, you know, the, the hours at the methadone clinic were pretty early because they wanted people to come in, be able to get their medication and counseling and go to work for the day. So I was working like 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. and had the afternoons available. Uh -huh. So I started working in uh, an early learning center. Always loved kids. During that time, I had gotten married and surprised was pregnant with twins. Um, and turns out the child care center had um, an opening for a director. And basically, because I needed to live and pay for <laughs> child care, uh, I took that position. Yeah, so kind of yeah. left the social service field for um, early childhood education, which was a little bit of a different spin. But, you know, still had a chance to work with kids and families and stayed in that industry for years, basically raising my kids, um, moved from Harrisburg kind of back to the Lebanon community and uh, directed two large child care centers here in our community and went through the Leadership Lebanon Valley program, actually. So one of those um, employers put me through that program and on Health and Human Service Day, I was so impacted. So I remember, um, you know, kind of going through the steps, you get to go through a scenario, they kind of give you, um, you know, a scenario and say, if, if this were you, how would you navigate services in the community and um, ended the day learning about servant leadership and just hearing um, a, a really powerful speaker here in the community. And I remember going home and telling my husband, like, I got to get back in social services. That day was really impactful for me. And although I, I enjoyed the work I was doing with kids and families, it wasn't quite the right mix for, for where my heart felt I should be. That's awesome. Um, so many questions in my head pop <laughs> up uh, while you were saying all of this. But one of the ones specifically that I want to touch based on is on your passion to help um, young kids like growing up who, who need, um, you know, the right type of care to be able to learn the proper way. And I, I can see that that's one of the things that you're really focusing on right now mm -hmm. um, with United Way. Why do you think that is so important? Like what, what is it about, um, you know, early childhood education that really calls your attention and, and that you really want to invest uh, kind of like your attention on? 
I think for me, and I, you know, I shared this story. A lot of people didn't kind of know some of the background of my employment. I shared this at our celebration event. Um, when I was working as a foster care case manager, I had no idea really what I was getting myself into. Um, that was my very first job out of school. And just the, the stories that I heard and read and learned of the lives that these children came from um, were horrifying for me just absolutely horrifying. And, you know, working with families, seeing kids broken, labeled, you know, they, they, no wonder we're having trouble with forming relationships and trust and behavioral issues. Mm. And, um, you know, because of all the things they had been through and that always stuck with me. And I thought, man, if I ever have an opportunity to create systemic change so we can do this better, I'm going to take that opportunity. And, Right now, for example, what is it? What what's something that is being done to help on that specific issue within the community? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, you kind of fast forward. I won't say how many years, but <laughs> <laughs> fast forward a bunch of years, and mm -hmm. you know, the the kind of hot topic right now is all these studies about ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, mm. and you know that that is exactly what those children had experienced. And you know, there's there's so much data now that's showing the correlation between long term um, poor health outcomes and mental health outcomes and increase in um, suicide attempts and all these things that we're struggling with in our community now. And so, you know, I think it really encourages us to think about what if we didn't have these things happening? You know, how can we better support children and families in the community before they're going through these types of experiences? And what would that look, you know, 15, 20 years down the road? How would that affect our community? So I guess you are focusing on the long-term of uh, for, like when you are investing in these programs, um, basically you're looking at the future and saying, if we make a change now, mm -hmm. we may not necessarily see that like tomorrow, but it's gonna happen and it's gonna be seen at some point in the future, uh, which is something that many, it, it, it's kind of hard to, mm -hmm. you know, invest in something when you don't really see results right away. Uh, and also, like, you know, delay, <clears throat> delay gratification, you know, seeing things eventually in the future instead of trying to have them right now, mm -hmm. um, which can be hard. One of the things that came to my head also uh, while, while you were speaking is how important, you know, education was in your life, mm -hmm. going to college, uh, going through that process. I, I believe um, you have a master's mm -hmm. in Is it in early childhood education? Correct. Perfect. Yes. Okay. And then a uh, bachelor's in psychology. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, looking at your leadership right now, what you're currently doing, how much you correlate your education with that? Um, that was a long statement, by the way. <laughs> Just so you know, don't so, copy me. So if, um, I guess if you ever told me I would end up as a CEO of United Way, when I first started out my career, I, I probably wouldn't have saw that for myself. Um, but what I found was when I was doing a lot of the frontline work and working directly with um, families or um, just individuals, children, I always felt like I was looking for the bigger picture, you know, that I was doing good. I was boots on the ground and able to make change and, and create some positive effects one-on-one, -on -one. 
But I always thought, you know, how could I have an effect on a greater scale? Um, you know, I mentioned I, I was really looking to get back into social services, and I did. I, I had the opportunity to take um, executive director role at Compeer, which is a local nonprofit focused on, you know, supporting individuals who are in mental health recovery. And it was a, a great job, a wonderful opportunity for me. Um, and from that, this opportunity opened at United Way. Um, and the reason I took it is because I saw, you know, I had been working in this scope of mental health. This coming to United Way was an opportunity for me to just broaden the scope and, and have, I think, the first shot for me at that kind of community-wide opportunity to create change. It's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, I really like that you know, you, you bring a fresh perspective on, you know, leadership within the community. Um, you know, like I think, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but on the mastermind you shared, I think it was like your word for the year is courageous or, or, or being bold. Uh -huh. Bravery. Bravery. Yeah. yeah. So bravery, the idea of bravery and like being able to, you know, do things that sometimes, you know, uh, like it may, at the moment they may not be understood or comprehended and still be able to see the bigger picture and go forth with that. Um, what advice would you give to, and I will say young man and woman who probably listening to this, um, when it comes to bravery and, and, you know, how important it is to become educated and, and understand what are the needs and issues within a community to be able to then help eventually, mm -hmm. you know, how, you know, what advice would you give to them about their lives and, and what probably, you know, things that they could do to help their future and their situation? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was just learning. I read a lot. I read a lot of research articles. I listen to lots of podcasts um, and just becoming familiar and, and listening to other people. You know, you talk about leadership in our community. I feel so blessed to be able to work in this community alongside of amazing leaders, you know, not just in the nonprofit field, but, you know, as United Way, we're, we're well positioned to have strong relationships with the business sector and the education sector, government and nonprofit, um, and even some faith-based community folks as well. And so um, I think just listening to other people and understanding their perspective And not always, you know, I don't certainly know all the answers, um, but being able to work alongside them and, and step out when you have to. I think that fear of failure holds people back. And, and it's held me back for a long time as well, knowing that we're not perfect. And sometimes, you know, if you don't step out and, and take a risk, it, it might not be worth it. You know, you won't see great things happen. I love that, um, especially because it's one of the, the things that I always, when I when I go to the high high schools, mm -hmm. I always tell them, like, you know, there's two fears, fears of rejection and fear of failure that are the main ones that um, stop you from taking action and being able to, you know, if you have a vision, going forward with it. So, <clears throat> you know, obviously, it's not that you're not cautious about things and plan ahead definitely there's a planning process but also understanding that you know at the end of the day it won't be perfect and and things are never gonna be completely 100 percent just like line up for you you know anything can happen at any point um <clears throat> now something that i um i really want to also touch base on is you know 
how how do you think that Lebanon community is going to be able to you know grow in the long term? What what things needs need to happen? Just maybe from your personal point of view, or even the data that you have mm -hmm. in United Way, because you guys have a lot of good data sure. that specifically shows what areas we need to focus on, what what areas should we focus on for the community? Yeah. Um, you know, I think for our organization, we are an organization that has stood the test of time. So we started here in Lebanon County in 1931 oh, wow. um, as a, a community chest. So our model looked very different. And the reason United Ways were created is really to have a combined effort to raise money for nonprofits in the community. Um, in the 70s, we were incorporated then as, instead of a community chest, United Way of Lebanon County. Um, and this past year, we made a really critical step change, which I think is important to our community, but um, is different. And it doesn't look the way our history, um, it doesn't kind of stay congruent with the history of the organization. And so um, in the past, you know, we had the same 15 or so partners in the community that we would invest in, great nonprofits doing really great work. Um, and this year, we kind of made the step change to be investing in community solutions. So versus specific programs within specific organizations, we're now trying to look at the broader picture of how can we invest in solutions, no matter who those players are at the table, knowing that might change from grant year to grant year, but kind of opening that up to say, who are the best people suited to come together and help us solve some of the issues? Um, you know, some of the things we're looking at right now are... Um, United Way of Pennsylvania put forth a study called ALICE, so Asset Limited Income Constrained Employed, which you might not remember, but you can remember ALICE, so that's okay. Um, but it's really capturing the population who are above that 100% of the poverty line, but still not able to make ends meet. And so if you look at Lebanon County and take the poverty plus ALICE, about 40% of our community members across the county are living in that. Um, which is a challenge. And wow. so, you know, we're, we're looking at that end of the spectrum and seeing how we can, uh, you know, get people hooked up with adult education. What are the barriers, you know, what other things can we be looking at to help them move to that self-sufficiency? I mean, I think everybody wants to achieve that, right? Yeah. Um, we also have a big goal around early literacy. And mm -hmm. so we know kind of those those early years are so formative for kids and they're critical in building the foundations that they need for education and life. And so um, we're working on pulling together a collaborative around the campaign for grade level reading and what, want to build a community solutions plan. And so ask, we're going to ask stakeholders to come to the table to help us really look at what's the data telling us across the county. And so we know about a third of our kids um, by the end of third grade are not reading on grade level. Mm. Uh, which is a challenge. And so they say, you know, kids that aren't meeting that milestone are four times less likely to be graduating in high school. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't set them up for the best trajectory. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, for me, one of the, the interesting parts is that not everybody has this type of information. You know what I mean? Like you have, it. I mean, you're constantly in the field and you understand this because you're involved with it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, one of the things that will be interesting to see in the future is how, you know, United Way, and I, and I, and I do think you guys are communicating this because mm -hmm. I believe that, but in a larger scale, 
specifically Lebanon County, uh-huh. United Way Lebanon County, how can you communicate this type of information that, you know, people can listen to it, mm-hmm. not just even read it, but also listen to it and, and like see what actually, you know, needs to be done in the long term and maybe inspire people to um, kind of like start taking action. Because I, I know you guys kind of do it all. I mean, you have limited resources just like anybody else, you know. And so if everybody comes together, which is another point that I want to touch base with you is, you know, how do you guys um, or how important for you specifically is uh, the idea of collaborating and working together with other folks in the community and, and organizations overall? How important is that for you specifically, you know, as a C, you know, CEO of United Way and overall mm-hmm. just a member of the Lebanon community? I think really important. Um, you know, I, I do actually believe that <laughs> when we work together, we can really accomplish more. And I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. And I'm not Mm. most times, you know, we learn from each other when we listen. And I I try to do a lot of that. And I've had the the great opportunity to be part of the homeless coalition, um, the community health council. And so these are already groups of different stakeholders kind of coming to the table for a greater mission, um, better together. And, you know, as, as United Way, I do think that we have an opportunity to um, do collaboration a little, a little bit better mm-hmm. um, and open that door and help. You know, we are a natural convener with how we are positioned. And so how do we use that to our advantage to, to bring like-minded folks and those who aren't like-minded to the mm-hmm. table to discuss issues that are going to be for the betterment of the whole community? Um I think um, I'm excited we're doing some work with a Connected Together collaborative, uh-huh. and that's focused on some trauma-informed um, care and trauma-informed education in the community. And so there'll be a, a new project coming out soon um, that awesome. we can share more about. So, you know, we as an organization are also looking at, you know, how do we play a role in convening, but also being a, a true partner in some of those collaborations. Yeah, because that's basically, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, kind of like the model of like, we are collabor- collaborating with different mm-hmm. organizations in the community um, to be able to help the community overall, yes. um, which is something that um, I've seen a lot lately where people are looking for ways Mm-hmm. um to get connected and um recently heard that somebody one of like some political figures said i'm not gonna mention it, the name but this person said that something that lebanon county needs it's more connection mm-hmm. more people working together um you know to then be able to bring change um overall and so i, I see that happening a lot and i'm really happy with how you guys are handling that specifically even though that's kind of like your your model per se but still though um you know it's not only about right now and fixing the short-term problems but also looking at the long term and kind of like bringing real change um if you could like share with me three nuggets of wisdom Mm. of either the last year of your life or probably just at any point of your life that you can say, like, I can go back to this and say, this was a really important lesson that I took and that, you know, it's always with me everywhere I go. Are there like three specific kind of like pieces of wisdom that you could say, like, 
you know, this is something that could help listeners. Yeah, I would. So I'll just think about the last seven months in this role. Yeah, that works. That? So, yeah, that works. Um, I think some of the biggest ahas or, or negative advice I could share with you mm-hmm. um, is finding the power in difficult situations and thinking about um, don't see them as a roadblock, but see them as a way to grow. And that's always been a challenge for me in you know wanting to avoid conflict or challenging conversations. Um, mm. But I have really seen, uh, you know, when you face those things head on and understand that, uh, you know, you're communicating with other people who are passionate about their own um, work and, and, and maybe some other things that don't quite align with you, that that's okay. Um, and I've done a lot of growing in seven months for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so just trying to find the opportunities when it appears to be an adversity, mm. I think would be the first nugget of information I would, I would share. Um, second, again, I would, I would just circle back to bravery, um, yeah. to, to not be afraid to share your thoughts and your passions. Mm. Um, you know, I think if I, I want anyone to think about me in this role, what I hope they would see and hope they would remember in time is the passion that I've shown for the community and for the work that we do. Um, and I think that when you embrace that, when you embody that, People respect that. Um, even if they don't always agree with you, I think they respect that. And yeah. so I would say, you know, really hone in on your own passions uh-huh. and use that to, to drive yourself forward in stepping out. Wow. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. Now, my last question will be, if, if you could go back in time and give yourself mm-hmm. a piece of advice, mm-hmm. uh, any time in life, what would you say to yourself? Mm, that's a great question. Um keep going. I would say keep going. You know, I, I think I, my faith has grown stronger in the last several years. And I think through that process, it's given me a hope that maybe I hadn't had in the past. Understanding that when a door closes, it's for perhaps a reason that you may never understand. Um, but you know, I've kind of watched doors open for me that I wasn't even looking for. And so I guess that would be um, what I would think about. Just keep going and understanding that there's there's a greater plan kind of beyond you mm. and just embracing the opportunities when they do come your way. That's awesome. Is there any specific place that you would like people to go to find more information about United Way mm-hmm. and what you guys are up to? Absolutely. So you can follow us on Facebook um, and you can also check us out on the website, www.unitedwaylebco.org. Um, certainly you can reach out to me as well. Smith at unitedwaylebco.org. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Brooke. I really appreciate everything you shared and so insightful. And I hope you guys can tune in and listen to this and make sure that not only you listen to the information given, but also find ways that you could like probably help a little bit, um, you know, and contribute to what's going on within the community and not just in Lebanon, but you know, wherever you live, make sure that you find um, ways that you can support people around you. So thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate your time. Make sure that uh, you go to my website, mybro.com and follow me on social media. Uh, All my social media links are over there. Thank you so much guys. And I'll see you until next time. Peace.